Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. And I am your host, the magnificent one, Dedrick Hilton. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Hoodoo Lounge Radio. (sighs) My, 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 man, look. The week is just moving right along, allowed me to get myself together, got my cup of coffee, I've been busy, been productive, out here making the connections that I need to make to elevate. I hope everyone's doing well on this glorious evening. Whew. Well, look, here, America, I want to talk to the paranormal family tonight about UFOs, or as they now call them today, UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. They have a couple of different like, you know, acronyms for them and stuff, but we're going to call them UAPs and UFOs because just so many. And let me tell you something, you know, I remember a time not too long ago, like back in the 80s and early 80s, you know, you had, uh, what's the magazine name? Uh, the Acquire, Star, and you used to see all the UFO stories in the news, in those newspapers. And I used to love reading them. My dad would collect them and read them. And my dad, oh, God bless the dead. He would tell me all kind of UFO stories, told me about his sightings and that he's seen in Georgia and other places. And I remember a time if you spoke about UFOs or UAPs, you were stigmatized as being crazy, schizophrenic, on drugs, a redneck, whatever. Whatever uh, degenerate title they could put on you, they would. It was a stigma. If you had an encounter, you only shared it with close families and you didn't share it with anyone else. America. Times have changed. 
with modern day technology. I'm going to tell you what actually changed the time. Modern day technology. Everyone is a journalist today. Everyone has a cell phone. Everyone has a camera or something on them. So now back in the day, people didn't have cameras or phones on them like that. They were sketching what they saw. And, you know, you could take that with a grain of salt or you could have the government or other legal officials come around and say, oh, well, you know, he known for drinking a little bit too much of that devil mouthwash, you know, things to discredit people. But now today you could pull out your iPhone or your Android and hit record and, or better yet, you go live on Facebook Live or YouTube Live and show real footage of what you see. So the government had to catch up with modern day technology in the essence that you could no longer dupe people. You could no longer discredit people. Because now you can have four people recording the same thing or even a hundred recording the same thing. So you try and tell the rest of the world that these hundred people are lies. But let me tell you something. This goes deep in that because the government knew people was telling the truth all along. See, after Project Blue Book ended, I think what, in the 60s, I think it ended. They started a whole nother program quietly. Been invested in it. And they've been investigating UFO phenomena since the end of Project Blue Book. And I say this here. I say this because this is important. This is crucial. That means that they have other footage, other documentation, not just what we're seeing on the news today with the naval aircraft, with the naval uh, ships and pilots seeing um, strange phenomena in the sky. See, that's modern footage, what they're showing you. We're going to touch on that in a minute. But they have other footage. That means in the 80s and late late 80s and early 90s, the triangle lights that everyone was seeing that was showing up in the Acquire magazine was real footage, real phenomena. The lights over was in Arizona. Massive lights being seen upstate New York in the Caskill Mountains. Triangular lights. lights triangular lights flying over the ocean. These was real. These were real. Think about this. Even if you're a skeptic, and if you're a skeptic, which you have the right to be, when the Pentagon and Congress is talking about UAPs and UFOs, how crazy do these people or the individuals from the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, how crazy are they looking today? They're not looking so crazy anymore, are they? Because this was fake, fraudulent, then why would the government invest their time in it? Why would they invest their time in it? Now, fast forward in today's time in America. I'm talking about America soil because I've been digging up research on my own um, with China, Russia, and trying to figure out what they're seeing. And if it adds up to what our military is seeing. So you had, what's the uh, guy named down there, the senator? Uh, he ran for president. Rubio, Mark Rubio, down in Florida. Right before Congress had this meeting on May, I think it was May 17th, he made a statement on Fox News. He said, I don't know who, what, or where they come from, but we need to do something because this is a national aerial threat. He talked about it himself, Mark Rubio, about unidentified aircraft flying over nuclear plants and knocking out the power. Knocking out the power. Now, I'm prior military myself. That's a major threat. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, when I started seeing, hearing these stories, I'm like, well, why are they flying over, like, nuclear plants? 
And I, I admit, I myself, as a paranormal researcher and a member of MUFON, I myself said, well, maybe these are drones that's being flown by our adversaries. Maybe, maybe these are drones. But on May 17th, up in Congress, the meeting, they said different. These are real. These are real identified craft. And let me tell you something. It's crazy because I remember, I think it was uh, last year. No, not last year. It was a few years back. They had interviewed Trump. And Trump said he didn't think it was real, blah, blah. And now they start showing footage of Obama talking about videos that he's seen that was shown to him by government officials and um, secretary of states and intelligence and security people. And he was describing the same thing. He knew people were seeing the crafts rising out the water, shooting out into the atmosphere or coming down out the atmosphere into the water. Turning at angles and speeds that the human body itself cannot withstand. Obama is talking about this. Let me back it up even further than that. Even the Clintons, because the Clintons is heavily, the Clintons is a very unique group family. The Clintons has been following UFO phenomenon for decades. They've been heavily invested. Matter of fact, Hillary Clinton herself even brought up the term UAPs and how the there's a whole nother term for it. And this is not about political stuff. This is just telling you about how our government has been aware of this phenomenon for a while and they've been tracking it. Even our presidents have been getting updates. And you know that. You know they get updates about things of this nature. But the Clintons has been heavily involved in this. But it's funny because... I think they had Obama on Tonight Show one time and they asked him something about UFOs and he and he looked in the camera and he goes, oh no, I would love to know if there were UFOs out there myself. Yeah, right, dude. Now now at this meeting on May the 17th, up at the Congress, they showing you talking about the videos that you saw about UFOs. So that once again, there's things going on behind closed doors that we're not aware of. But the reason for tonight's show is that we have to step our game up because the sightings are becoming more intense they're becoming far more intense they're increasing in large numbers uh there's numerous sightings of ufos being seen off in myrtle beach over the ocean people have recorded and this is recently within the last year some of it within the last few months the same sightings the triangle of lights now now there's a new one uh Rectangular lights being uh, shown, like a dark rectangular craft in the sky. So we have the triangle craft, which back in the day in the 80s or 90s, I thought it was a stealth bomber. I mean, we all thought that because that's, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, stealth bombers, top craft, you know. Uh, you have the rectangular shape, which kind of raised a question. You remember a few years back, they say they saw a craft out in space that was shaped like a cigar that they picked up on their radar. Could this be the same craft that we're seeing in the sky here in the United States or in other countries? Is that a coincidence? I'll let you be the judge. You have. So we have the rectangular shape, the triangle shape, the cigar. Now there's a cube. And I think they showed that on video with the uh, meeting up at Congress, the cube. It's a cube shape moving around. And, and I mean, and what's interesting is these don't have any propellers or no type of, they're not running on any type of gas or fumes or flames coming out the back. Look, I know we're not alone. We're not even the most advanced 
species. I mean, look at how we evolved technology wise in the last two decades. It's been rather slow. If you think about it. Rather slow. I'm not necessarily interested in the species aspect of things. I'm interested in the technology of these crafts. Because if you watch Independence Day, part one, remember when they shot down the craft? And then part two, part two, which was more interesting to me than part one, because part two shows you how society has moved forward and grasped the concept about alien life form actually existing. But also, was most importantly, they show you what they did with the technology that they got from the aliens, from the crash ships. So that's why I'm interested in technology. Like just recently, they just showed that they could create gravity. And if you could create gravity, that means you could master the science of creating force fields. Force field could protect our um, naval ships and our aircrafts if we at war. See, let me tell you something, America. Our spiritual paranormal family, for those that are listening abroad, we welcome you here too. Excuse me for saying America because I'm just used to saying that, but welcome to everyone. Anyway, as I was saying, what's interesting is whoever can duplicate this technology is going to win when it comes to war. They're going to win. They're going to win. If, if whoever could take this technology and use it to their advantage, figure out how to create these materials that could fly through water without sinking, go down the ocean without sinking and stuff. And like I said, there's crafts that popped up like over 60 miles away in less than two minutes. That's beyond breaking the sound barrier. Are they able to cr create time portal where they could shoot through a portal, create a time portal and warp themselves to another destination? We have to look at this. We have to look at all these theories. But tonight's show is we have to do something because these crafts, and I know they have a new department that NASA is involved with, with funding. It was just in the news uh, last week. And they said the government had, and NASA has created a whole another department. So that's actually two departments. I've been paying attention. There's actually two separate departments that are watching these UFOs, that are investigating these UFOs. Big question is, and they asked during the uh, meeting in Congress, has our enemies or other countries you know come in contact with these crafts? And they didn't want to really answer when that question was asked. They really didn't want to answer. But he did say, yeah, but he didn't want to talk about it. And the gentleman that asked the question, okay, say no more. We really need to get on this. Because if they should be able to shoot down one of these crafts, and take that technology and duplicate it, it's over for us. Whoever could duplicate this technology first is going to bow to all nations. But I have a question, though. Could we talk about technology? Maybe if you made it into a drone, that's different. But if you duplicated the craft, what human body could sustain that type of pressure, drop it down from such high altitudes, Submerge yourself in water. Bam! Because think about this. If you jump off a building or something and land in a pool and you hit that water, it's like your body hitting cement. The impact. So imagine 
It's just like if people crash in an ocean in a 747 at high altitude, fast speed. Boom! Most likely, if you're inside that airplane, the impact is going to break that plane in half in the ocean, and the impact alone, you're going to drown. What human body could sustain moving at such rapid speeds, faster than the speed of sound, and at these bizarre angles? Come on, man. Your, your organs will be flying out your nostrils. You know, guys, I'm sitting here drinking coffee and I have no creamer. And, and I've just been so lazy lately. I haven't went out to get creamer. I've just been drinking it straight. It's crazy. But there's more sightings popping up. They're increasing. Now, why I say we have to do something? Because if you watch May 17th of 2022, the media up in Congress... All the videos they show came from naval pilots and came from naval ships. It was on like radar stuff. They had an interesting one that it was on a pilot flying in the sky in broad daylight. And you see the silver dot or ball, whatever, shoot through the clouds. That was interesting. Very interesting. But they, they brought up a very interesting question. They said in the middle of the meeting. Now, you had some hard hitters that was up in this meeting. Don't think this was like a watered down meeting. And and yeah, I did feel like because one of the uh, defense secretary made a statement. He said, you, you, you just showed me low hanging fruit, meaning a video that that could be easily disputed. I want to see some more footage of something that's, you know, like, hey, we need to get on this. And he's like, well, we have that. We do. We have tons of more footage that we can't show you. Now, I believe they actually got footage of a craft hovering over a building in broad daylight. I I guarantee you they have real clear footage. I promise you that. With security camera, if you hit somebody with your car and peel off, they could get your license plate number. I believe that they have footage and they're not showing it to Well, they, they admitted they have footage and they're not showing it to us. But one of the um people that was speaking made a very interesting statement. He said, where's the rest of the footage from civilians? Have you guys interviewed civilians that have seen these crafts? All we see is military accountability. And they're like, yeah, it, it was kind of like a yes, no, maybe. Because remember, there was certain questions that was asked they couldn't directly come out and say, I didn't like that because they say the public wasn't ready for these type of answers. But the gentleman did tell me, he said, and, and this is why you have this organization popping up now. They told him, they said, you guys need to start interviewing civilians right away and seeing what they got on camera and what they seen. You just can't rely on military personnel because that's just one segment. Of course, they're far out in the ocean or off the coast somewhere. So of course they're going to see something, but a civilian... You know, what happened? You hiking in the mountains at night, or you riding your car late night, and you see a light in the woods, anywhere. He said civilians have the right to share their story. He said you're. He said you're giving up a major chunk of information because I guess what? I bet you China and Russia is talking to their civilians. They're not just relying on what their military see. That's even if their military have seen anything. But I guarantee you, they are out there interviewing their civilian. And then all of a sudden, less than two months later, in the last few weeks, now all of a sudden you see on the news, oh, NASA is creating an organization to investigate UFO sightings or UAPs. Yeah, smart thing. You need to get on that. But guess what? You guys been watching this, like I said, since Project Blue Book ended. You've been watching this for a while. 
So the organization that you put the money in, the only reason it's being done once again is because of the fact that civilians have cameras and phones now and they're recording it and they're sending this stuff to Fox News and it's popping up on the news. It's popping up on websites. It's popping up on apps. It's everywhere. Now you cannot deny or hide the truth. It's the age of Aquarius. The truth shall be revealed. It shall be revealed. I really wouldn't want China to get their hands on this type of technology. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see none of our enemies get their hands on this type of technology. Now, I, I have another theory. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm just throwing it out there for good conversation tonight. Good conversation tonight. What if, let me hit you with this, and I'm going somewhere, and matter of fact, I should do a show on this. What if these crafts we're seeing are actually living organisms? Hmm? Don't tell me no, because we don't know if they have an engine or a motor. We don't know if there's someone flying it. They have no windows, no mirrors, no sunroof. Just like the movie, no. What if the craft itself is a living organism? What happened if we just walked up on a different stage of evolution? Or we just discovered, like, for example, like the Tic Tac one, which is usually seen coming out the ocean for some reason. This one here is usually seen coming out of the ocean. What if there's something that lives deep down in the ocean that we don't know about that's always been here before the dawn of man? What if? What if it's some type of organism, that, some bioorganism we don't know anything about? Look, let me tell you something, world. When you're talking about UFOs, technology, paranormal, anything like that, you have to keep an open mind. Because an open mind gives you a sharp mind. You have to keep an open mind. I like to look at all the possibilities, gather the evidence, put it together, and then come up with my answer. If I come up with an answer. Because let me tell you something. You don't have to have the answer all the time. Sometimes you just need to engage in natural observation. Do you believe... In our lifetime, we will make contact with intelligent life form. It's, it's amazing to me because with all the UFO talk, now China has like, I don't want to say it's a super telescope, but they have a super telescope and they've been working on other scientific projects where they're sending like radio waves out in the space and seeing if someone can respond. Which we've been doing the same thing too. Don't get it twisted. I have articles on my page, by the way. If you go on... Uh, Facebook, go on Facebook and join the Paranormal Therapist Group, which is hosted by myself, Dedrick Hilton, and Heidi Hollis. Uh, join our Paranormal Therapist Group. We talk about UFOs, paranormal experiences, paranormal trauma, demonology, all that. And we talk about it from a paranormal, scientific, and therapeutic perspective. That's the spin we give you on it. And by both of us being behavioral therapists and psych majors, you know, I have my bachelor in psychology my master's in family counseling, I'm finishing up my doctorate degree in uh, parapsychology with a focus in paranormal science. That's right, I'll be finishing in about six months. I would like to look at these situations from a psychological realm, a cognitive realm, a developmental psychology realm, because you talk about uh, if these crafts are actual species, then whoa, this is a whole new wave in developmental psychology because it is intelligent. And if it is a species that the way it moves and and control itself, that means it's more intelligent than man. 
This, this is going to be a whole new wave of evolution for, even for psychology itself. Just like to keep an open mind. I'm not saying that's what it is, but let me tell you something. If you watch the movie, nope. Do art imitate culture or do culture imitate art? And it was an interesting theory. I mean, you have species that's down in the ocean floor where their faces light up like a flashlight. That means there's something with inside their bio makeup that makes them project light. So who say that there's not something down in the ocean like this Tic Tac that could move at crazy speeds? But once again, if it's not like biotech and it really is a species, I want to know the origins of it. How would you categorize it? I'm just saying that. But in, in theory, I, I really think it's, it's um, some high technology from maybe another galaxy somewhere far off somewhere. I do. I do believe that. And for, and for those of y'all always ask, well, if aliens are real, why they don't come down and talk to humans? Let me ask you this. Do you go to the zoo to talk to the monkeys? Hmm? Do you go to the zoo to talk to the monkey? No, you don't. So if I'm an alien, why would I come down here and talk to a species that they were well, they just getting 5G? <laughs> you know, they just we're just getting 5G. We're trying to decide should you get the new iPhone? You know? But they're being seen more and more off the coast of South Carolina, Myrtle Beach. Um, hopefully, if I get with uh Miss Heidi Hollis or some other teams, we're Maybe we could take a trip. We think about actually taking a trip to uh, investigate some of these areas to see what's really, really going on. Uh, talk to the natives in the town and, and hear their stories. Because, you know, we like to investigate. I want to get these stories. Matter of fact, if I do it, I'm, I'm probably going to try to record it some type of way and, uh, you know, just play some of the clips on here to hear what people have to say. I, we live in an age of Aquarius. I mean, this, this is how information get out. But they're real. No longer is Uncle Johnny crazy. No, he's not crazy. He really, he might have really seen something. But let's go over the sizes again for those of y'all that's listening. So if you see something, take a picture and um, you can email it to hoodooloungeoffice at gmail.com. That's H-O-O-D-O-O loungeoffice at gmail.com. Email me your UFO sightings or better yet, Go on to our Facebook group, Paranormal Therapist, and post your sightings there. We're an open group. You're free to share it, make comments about the show, make comments about uh, what you've seen, what your thoughts are. And if you're nearby, we'll come out and see you. Like I said, I'm a MUFON member. I'm a certified MUFON member. We take this serious. And it's, I, I, this is a great time to be a UFOologist and to just be in a paranormal world right now because it's being taken serious. There are more associations, there are more organizations. Everybody's, you know, I don't want to say everybody getting involved, but it's it's taken more serious than what it was in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. I love it at, at this time right now we're in in terms of information and exploring the paranormal and UFO phenomena. It's, this is a great time to be out there. So like I said, before we close, we're going to go to the site. You have the rectangular one which is starting to pop up a lot. It's a rectangle with lights going around. And I'm very curious about this one because I saw the photo and I said, wow, that's interesting. I wonder what this craft looked like. You have the triangle shape, which is like the size of three football fields in the sky. I wonder if that's a mothership. You have the cigar shape, which was seen 
out in space and also been seen here and turning and rotating at different angles. You have your traditional disc. You have the orb type ball. And what else one we have? Oh, the Tic Tac that has been mostly seen coming out of the water. So that tells me there might be a possible alien base maybe deep down in the sea that we don't know something about because the navy said that they seen like five of them hovering over them at one time so if these are coming out of the water we need to be exploring the depths of the ocean even further if they're coming out of the water so look here to my paranormal community to my america and everybody else i want to say thank you for tuning in to hoodoo lounge radio tuning to our show once again my name is dedrick hilton I'm a paranormal researcher, therapist, UFOologist. We do it all here. The Hoodoo Lounge Radio is our radio show, but Hoodoo Lounge is our uh, multimedia uh, brand where we do podcasting, photography, mass media marketing, journalism, blogging, all that on the paranormal. It's 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 a bigger brand. It's just it's more than a radio show. It's a bigger brand. The radio show is the extension of the brand itself. Uh, make sure you guys. Go ahead and join Paranormal Therapist Group by Heidi Hollis and I, which is on Facebook. You can follow me on the Dedrick Hilton, LinkedIn, reach out to me. You know, if you want to collaborate, network, we do horror short films. We do all that. And then we live in an age now where I think networking is good because we create something beautiful. We could help get the truth out there to the public by networking. Uh, Let's see what else. You can follow me under Dedrick Hilton on Twitter. Too. I'm on Instagram, which is so not so much, but I'm on there. I have I am on there. It's D Hilton underscore parapsychologist. So these are the sites I'm at. You could follow me on, of course, Real Paranormal Activity Network, which is an amazing network, by the way, guys. Oh, this this network is amazing. I uh, also write for um Paranormal Daily News. So I'm around. You guys could uh, find me and stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you see anything, share it in the group or email me at hoodooloungeoffice at gmail.com. Stay blessed. Stay strong. Keep your eyes to the sky. <laughs>